Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Welcome on the Carter News. My name is David Roy, and I have the pleasure tonight to have on iHeartRadio a very, very talented author. He's one of the most celebrated author in the world. He has done many wonderful graphic novels. His name, of course, ladies and gentlemen, is Michael Kelly. Kelly spelled K-E-L-L-E-Y. He's absolutely, absolutely terrific. He has released his upcoming book novel that is called Um Kuzi Origin. Let me spell it for you. U-M, then Kuzi, K-H-U-Z-I, Origin. This is an absolutely divine, wonderful author. He has a website called AICcomics.com. But right now, live from Hong Kong, ladies and gentlemen, the very talented author, Michael Kelly. Michael, how are you today? Hi, David. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. We really, really appreciate it. So um, my first question, I would love to know about yourself. Tell us where you're from, where did you grow up, and also where did you get the idea to create your own comic books? Sure. Well, I was uh, born just kind of outside of Philadelphia in Pennsylvania. Uh, I, I lived in Hershey, Pennsylvania for a while where the, the chocolate is. Uh, and then I, uh, I lived in Portland, Oregon for about 15 years before my wife and I moved out to China. And we've been here for about six years. And it was, uh, it was actually before I moved to China years ago when I really started to want to get into comics and graphic novels. I, as a writer, I had piles of notebooks just full of notes on characters and stories and fantastic places. And, but unfortunately, I, I couldn't draw. I wasn't blessed with that talent. All I could do was write. And so I just kind of left it at that, having all these notes of scripts stories that I wanted to work on and just kept them locked away. And it wasn't until actually just a couple of years ago in 2017, I uh, hired the first artist to do the artwork based on the scripts that I've been writing. And that was, that was my first comic book was published in uh, April, 2017. And we are so glad to, to hear that. Um, so um, I wanted to ask you, how do you think living in China uh, impacted your stories? And what other influences have you drawn on? Being in China, a lot of what I had written previously to coming to China, is, some of it has, has come with me, but a lot of it is, is stuff that I'm, I'm not even looking at anymore because so much of what I've, started writing has been influenced heavily by not just the geography of China, but also the mythology that uh, ancient thousands of years of of gods and goddesses and spirits and demons and stories as such. But all, all of my comics and all of my characters and the stories somehow connect to China. In most cases, there are cities that I've either lived in or places that I've visited. Uh, right now, I live in Shenzhen, a city called Shenzhen, 
which is just across the border from Hong Kong and mainland China. And uh, down this way is a city called Guangzhou, which used to be called Canton years ago. It's the, the main port city in the south that was uh, where all of the European trade would ha- would come through. And now it's it's a city that's it's just one of the largest cities in the world. It's vibrant. It's, there's so much history and culture there. But personally, I just don't really like it. I never cared for the city. And granted, I've only ever gone there for work, either for uh, acting jobs. Yeah, every now and then I'll do an acting job here and there for commercials and things. And so I never really got a chance to explore the city and enjoy it. But two of my series that I write take place in, in Guangzhou, and it's portrayed as a, a kind of a, the darker side of the city and kind of the, the seedier side of, the, of things. So on the other hand, another series that I write takes place in a city called Jinan, which is up further north where I used to live. The first two years we lived in China, I lived in a city called Jinan. Very, very small city. Uh, only 4 million people live there. It's the 26th largest city in China. It's still bigger than Chicago. Wow. But the, uh, yeah, it's the perception here is very different. It's, you live in a city of 4 million people, and the people who live there still have that kind of small town mindset. It's really funny. It's a very strange experience. But one of my stories takes place in this city, and it's, it has a much different feel than what or how Guangzhou is portrayed in my books. Uh, it's more lively, it's more bright, or it's brighter, uh, more colorful. And so these, these cities that I've experienced take, are, play a big part in my stories. But beyond that, like I said, the, the mythology has become a cornerstone of a lot of my stories. And actually the book that I'm kickstarting right now, Um Kuzi Origin, has this link between our world, Earth, and what what I call the Dragon Realm, which is this dimension, this parallel dimension where all of the Chinese gods and goddesses live and all of these mythological creatures. And Um Kuzi, the character, the name of the, the main character, the protagonist is Um Kuzi. Uh, he is the bridge between these two realms, these two our world and, and this fantastic world called the Dragon Realm. So a lot of, of supernatural and fantasy elements are going to take place in this story, as well as a couple of others where, where the Dragon Realm is, is involved. This, this is so inspiring to, 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 to hear you and I love all the, 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 the stories that you have and, and all the honesty that you're putting on, on the paper. And, of course, we say hello to all our dear friends who are listening to us in, in, in China. So what is for you, who is for you your ideal reader? And do you seek to create any influence or impact on your audience with your story? I think for an ideal reader... I 
the way I write my books, I, I picture somebody reading them who has an open mind and somebody who enjoys stories that give you a, a sense of nostalgia uh, while bringing a little bit of something new. Uh, I know that for a lot of Americans, in particular, Chinese mythology is, is something that's in one way mysterious, another way is very uh, just they're driven to this kind of story because it's new to them uh, and the way I write it is new to a lot of people even in China I I draw a lot of influence from these stories but I also make them something modern something new and so even somebody in China who's familiar with some of these stories they would look at mine and see it as oh this is a, a very different way of seeing the story. It's very new. And so on one hand, I like nostalgia. I'm huge on nostalgia, especially from the late 80s, early 90s when I was a kid and really started getting into comic books. And so that's a big influence as well outside of my, my Chinese influences, the stories that I read as a kid in the 90s and the, uh, the artwork that uh, of the time as well as how uh, how people were portrayed different groups of people were portrayed but as far as an ideal reader somebody who really enjoys nostalgia but also wants to see something new brought in but at overall just has an open mind is ready to to see something new and look at something with a different perspective and i think that's also kind of answer your second question um the influence that I'm uh, looking to impact on my readers uh, is, as an American, one thing I've learned living abroad for six years is, and I include myself in this, Americans tend to have kind of a, an, or they have difficulty seeing the world outside of the American borders. Uh, just because America is such a big country, you can spend your whole lifetime exploring and visiting different parts of the country and never having left left the country. But what I hope is uh, getting my readers to see a new perspective and opening up their minds and uh, expanding their horizons. So I I really enjoyed having that for myself. And so I really hope that I can give that to my readers as well. Well, you definitely do uh, a great job with this. And definitely you are giving a wonderful experience to whoever is um, reading your wonderful work. So now um, let's go to um, this crowdfunding campaign that you have uh, created. I would love you to tell me about that how we can help, how we can contribute. And also, uh, after we're going to talk a lot about uh, the Hunkuzi story and uh, what do readers and audience members can get by donating to your campaign? Sure. Well, this story, Umkuzi origin, this is one that I've really been excited to tell. And the character Umkuzi plays such an important role overall within my comic universe, all of my stories and all of my characters 
are interconnected within one universe, very similar to what you see in the the Marvel Cinematic Universe with all the Marvel movies and what DC is starting to do with, uh, with their films. Uh, everything that I write is connected. And Umkuzi plays a very central role in that. Again, he's the bridge between two different dimensions and will play a huge part in future books where my characters start interacting with one another. But the story, Umkuzi origin, this tells the story of, of how this man came to be known as in the future uh, as the demon slayer. So can I give you a little bit of a synopsis? Uh, Umkuzi, we spend the book starts off with uh, him as a young boy with his friend um, uh, Obatu. Uh, the two of them are they're young thieves. They steal bread. They steal water. They steal, they steal little things because they want them and they don't understand the concept of, of morality and ethics. So he gets in trouble with his parents a lot for this, but he soon witnesses his parents murder. They're murdered in front of him. And so he becomes an orphan and he has nobody really to guide him. His mother was really the strong voice telling him stealing is wrong. This is wrong. Do what's right. And without that, he has no guide to keep him from going to that dark side. So he spends his life growing up within the criminal underworld. He rises through the ranks until he gets powerful enough. He has enough followers where he's going to be able to take revenge on the people who murdered his parents. That's what his goal was. But over time... And even after he accomplishes his, his goal, that power that he has and that influence that he has corrupts him. He becomes very cruel. He gets involved in the slave trade and human trafficking and all of these horrible things that he does finally catches up with him. He's met by a demon and a, this demon curses him and he curses he curses him with immortality which might be to some people might sound like a great thing you can live forever but after cursing him she then throws him out into this fantasy world called the endless desert and he's forced to wander the endless desert forever he can't die so he's going to be there for an eternity to think about his crime so he, time goes by. He doesn't even know how much time has gone by. He's just been walking from one sand dune to the other. Finally meets up with a mysterious woman who is a goddess, one of the Chinese goddesses. And she gives him this opportunity to redeem himself by serving as the demon slayer. The goddess explains that there are some demons in this world who don't play by the rules. Demons are just a fact of life. They exist. There's nothing you can do about that. But they have to play by the rules. And if they don't, then the demon slayer has to deal with them. And so Umkuzi is charged with fulfilling that role. And he's put into a position where he can do that. He can serve 
he can do what it takes to gain redemption and forgiveness, or is he going to fall back into this pattern of wanting revenge, letting revenge corrupt him, letting power corrupt him? So he's constantly in this battle between these two sides. And that's that's what this story is about. So the Kickstarter is to help us finish, first of all, finish drawing the book. Uh, there's artwork that still needs to be done, and I'll get to that in a minute. But beyond that, there's also publishing. So I'm a self-publisher. AIC Comics is my kind of my title for my self-publishing uh, work. AIC stands for American in China. It's not very clever, I don't think. It's just, it's very by the book. This is, this is what it is. I'm an American in China. I'm self-publishing my book. So AIC Comics, that's what I go by. Uh, publishing costs can get really expensive, even in China. Uh, so we need help with, with that, including printing costs, shipping costs, getting these out to uh, distributors within China, but also in the U.S. Uh, I have fans in both countries, so uh, we look to expand in those two regions. But going back to the artwork, another major function of this Kickstarter is we're we're helping out the artists. So Unkuzi, the character, he, he's, um, he, he's Sudanese. So the story starts off taking place in early 19th century Sudan. So character is African. The artist is African as well. He's uh, from Cameroon. He's a wonderful artist. His work just, when I met him and working together on a couple of different projects, I just realized his work, his art style is perfect for this story. And so I had to have him work on this and he's been fantastic. Problem is where he lives in Cameroon, he lives in the Southwest region. There's been, over the last couple of years, there's been a growing political unrest and violence uh, over uh, lawyers who, um, complicated, but lawyers who were, uh, who speak English primarily want English to be the, the main language for, for legal purposes in the courts. And there's a big battle between that and, and the, established that his French is the, the primary language there currently, but terrible, terrible violence going on. And the, the artist's name uh, goes by Ispa. Ispa has been caught in the middle of this and he's had to move a couple of times to avoid the violence and he's lived through some terrible things. So what we want to accomplish besides publishing the book and getting it finished is helping him out making sure that he's able to secure the resources he needs to stay safe so that he can continue finishing this book, but also in the near future, we want to work on the sequel. So it's very important to us that he's safe, not just for you know, our own uh, purposes for finishing the book and doing the next one, but also for his own sake. So two things that we're doing, we want to make sure that we mm -hmm. have funds to publish the book and also to uh, to make sure that ISPA is going to be able to, to be safe. 
but I'm sure all of that will definitely happen. And, and I really love your uh, your stories and your your inspiration. And this is definitely um, something that we want people to uh, contribute, and we want people to um, definitely um, help this Kickstarter campaign. We say hello also to our friends who work our uh, Kickstarter because they're doing really an amazing job to support amazing projects such as yourself. Um, ladies and gentlemen, my name is David Sarivo. I had the pleasure to have tonight over the phone the very talented author. His name is Michael Kelly. Let me spell it for you. T-E-L-L-E-Y. Michael Kelly. He's an amazing, amazing graphic novel author. He has released amazing, amazing stories. And please, we invite you to visit his website. Is AICcomics.com. AICcomics.com. You can reach out to him. His email is michael at AICcomics.com. If you want to, um, I'm sure, donate or um, I hope to adapt his uh, graphic novel into a movie. God knows. Um, um, you know, but there's so much to do. Um, this is an amazing person to work with. And as you heard, his stories is very exciting. Like I can't wait to read more. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Kelly tonight on iHeartRadio. Check him out, AICcomics.com. More music to come on iHeartRadio. Stay tuned. 